continue our daily Bible reading on this Wednesday as we turn to Deuteronomy chapter 15. Deuteronomy chapter 15, again, is God continuing to give them instruction on how to live at peace with each other and at peace with him too. So I want you to notice something here. It says, at the end of every seven years, you shall grant a release. I want you to see that this seven-year cycle of God, like the seven days of the week, and, and we recognize God's blessing with us and, and God being with us all the time. And then on that, on that one day of week, we, we set aside a time that we remember him. We remember his great blessings to us. We worship him. We hear his word. There's that seven-day cycle that God continues to set up for us for our good. God doesn't need that. We need that and to stay in that seven that seven cycle. So you see sevens all over all over scripture. Well, God said to them, every seven years, you're going to be reminded that I'm the one that gave you everything that you have. Um, I'm the one that promises to continue to be with you. Trust me in that. Believe in me and therefore be people who, who recognize that, that I've given you everything and people that are givers because you've been given from the greatest giver of all everything that you have. And so he says at the end of every seven years you shall release or you shall grant a release to anybody that you've loaned something to um, and, and therefore you're supposed to give it back to remind you that you didn't really own it in the first place. God had blessed you with it for a time. You had something that you could give to help out someone else. And so you take up that opportunity. That, I, I notice that, but it applies to those who are brothers and sisters in the faith, um, especially that we take care of one another uh, and uh, that, that, that we do just that. Because notice in verse three, it says, of the foreigner, you don't have to do that. Um, that's something different, not that we treat them bad, Um, but that there's a different relationship you have with those who are brothers and sisters in Christ. And and the reason he wants us to do that is because he wants what what he gives to us to be a blessing to us. He wants his gifts to us to be something that will work something good in us. If we hoard that, if we think it's ours, if we grab a hold of it too tightly and hang on to it, we're going to lose it. Um, and again and again, he brings up, and I, 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 I underlined this a bunch of times in this chapter, verse 4, he says, For the Lord will God will bless you in your land uh, that he is giving to you for your inheritance. He says it again in verse 6, For the Lord your God will bless you. He says it again in verse 10, for this is uh, this is the Lord your God in the way that he wants to bless you. He says it in verse 14, as the Lord your God has blessed you, you shall give. And then uh, also in verse 18, so the Lord your God will bless you. That's what God wants to, our, uh, uh, the things that we have, the things that he blesses us with to be for us a blessing and not a curse. Um, so we got to be careful how we uh, how we use that. Um, and so he says that in verse 7, um, and, and this is the way you take care of one of so this is a community that God wants to build among us that that no one is ever wanting within that community that if we see someone in need we respond to that we react to that we again recognize that everything we have came from God it's not mine I can't claim ownership of it I'm a steward of it Um, it's to take care of me and also to be a blessing to others if I see that need and if I've been blessed in a way that I can help them out so God calls them uh, to do that and in verse 9 he brings up a good point you know take care lest there be an unworthy thought in you. And that unworthy thought might be, well, hey, you know, I worked real hard for this and and it's mine. It belongs to me. You know, anything that gets kind of selfish in that way, forgetting that God is the one who blessed us with the ability and the time and the opportunity uh, with what we have. 
um, and also that uh, that those who are needy amongst us are just an opportunity for us to be who we are. And that as we, as we loosen our grip on the things that we have, uh, we open ourselves up for greater blessing, for the joy of giving, the joy of helping out someone else. The, the peace that comes along with that is so important. Um, for he says, verse 11, and Jesus quotes this too, for there will never cease to be the poor in the land. Unfortunately, because of the fall into sin, uh, that's the reality of this world. There is going to be, there's going to be selfishness. There's going to be loss of things here. Um, but, but we are intended to be that ray of good news and hope to people, um, who have lost that. And, and then a blessing to us too as we can get that joy, uh, a joy of giving. And I love the way he puts it in verse 11. Now, the rest of that, so he says, for you shall open wide your hand to your brother. Not this, but like this. This to receive the blessings that God gives to us, to receive the good things that we have, but also uh, to be able then to be able to share that and to help out others in their in their time of need. I was uh, Martin Luther said something about our money should have wings on it. Now, uh, being a father, uh, sometimes I think my money has wings on it, but what he meant was that it, it, it wings that brought it to us that made it possible for us to have it and then wings for us to be able to share that that it might go someplace else that it doesn't stop with us uh, that we have the opportunity to share that um, then in verse 12 he's kind of more talking about if you have someone uh, that had to that owed you something and they said no I'll, I'll work for you to pay that off so be sold to you uh, but then after that six-year time um, or he's will serve you. Then if that six-year time he wants to continue to work in for you, you have a good employer-employee relationship, kind of a way you can think of it, um, then that's okay. But remember that you always treat them as someone who is a brother or a sister in Christ. You always treat them well. Uh, it never gives us the right to be able to abuse someone in that situation, but to say, hey, God's given me the opportunity to take care of this person. And that person likes that relationship. It works the best for them. Maybe you're more gifted to be the employer and they uh, uh, more gifted to be the employee then make that work make that work and do it because you know uh, that that's that's a blessed way to uh, to live and then verse 19 to the end of the chapter uh, kind of reminds him of two things when it says all the firstborn males that are born of your herd or your flock this is a reminder again to them remember they came from Egypt where they had nothing everything that they have was a blessing from God and came to them so that by doing that uh, by, by offering that up as a sacrifice to God, that firstborn male, it reminded them of that. It also reminded them that at the time of the Passover, when the angel of death passed over, it was because of the blood of the lamb on their doorpost that their oldest sons were not taken. They owed something to God. This is a blessing that God had given to them. And then remember that God gave his firstborn son on our behalf that, that we might be bought back, we might be redeemed by God and what a great blessing that is. So the fact that they would offer their firstborn male of any of their flock or herd was to remind them again of that gift that God had given to them. And of course, uh, that firstborn male should be, verse 21, be without any blemish. In other words, we don't give God our runt. We give to God our best. And again, reminder of what God gave to us. He didn't give us the lowest. He gave us his only son, his only son that he gave for us. That's how prized we are to get. And again, like like uh, we said last or yesterday, um, that 
That's what truly gives us worth. We were worth, you were worth the life of God's only son. He considered you to be that precious that he gave his best for you and me. And that would just be a continual reminder of that. So a great, a great stewardship chapter reminding us God is the giver of everything. He has blessed us with so many things. Thank God for that. Um, but he wants those blessings to be a blessing to us that, that we don't hoard and, and, uh, and pull in and, um, uh, begin to think that we've done it ourselves, which is only going to lead us into trouble, and that we also have the opportunity to share that with others and have the joy, the true joy and blessing of giving. So God bless you as you keep you in the Word. Isn't it something how this, written many, many years ago, has its application to us yet today?